Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Sci-Fi Unchained. I want to take this time to invite all of you to follow our social media. It's really easy to find us, Sci-Fi Unchained, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, pretty much, I, I just post a bunch of funny memes, <laughs> uh, pose a few questions, uh, things like that. Uh, it's It's just me talking with all of you guys. That's all. So be a part of the conversation, head on over to all of our sci-fi unchained social media and join in. All right, guys, let's get into it. Today, I wanted to talk about Naga Sadao. Born in 5000 BBY on the Sith Empire's capital world of Zyost in the age of the Dark Lord Marco Ragnos, Naga Sadao was a human Sith pureblood hybrid. Sadao was apprenticed to Simus, a member of the ruling Sith Council. Simus would instruct Sadao in Sith alchemy and sorcery, making Sadao into the most powerful Sith sorcerer of the era. Sadao was rival to another prominent Sith of the time, Ludo Kresh. And while Sadao was an expansionist wanting to grow the Sith Empire and conquer the greater galaxy, Kresh followed the ideals of Marco Ragnos and wanted the Sith to remain in seclusion or else they would be destroyed by their potential enemies. After Ragnos died of old age, Sadao and Kresh's rivalry came to a head and they dueled each other for the mantle of Dark Lord of the Sith. Sadao won out and took control of the Sith fleet, launching an invasion of the unsuspecting Republic. After being driven back from Republic space in what became known as the Great Hyperspace War, Sadao and his weakened forces were met by Kresh and his own fleet, ready to tackle Sadao at his weakest. Sadao's forces fought long enough for him to retreat to the faraway world of Yavin 4. On Yavin 4, Sadao would continue his study of Sith alchemy, experimenting on his Masasi warriors a subspecies of the pure-blooded Sith. Sadao would twist and torture them into mindless beasts, even turning them on their own kind when a clan of Masase rose up against him. He would raise the great Sith ziggurats, later seen in A New Hope, as temples for his outcast followers and Masasi warriors. Sadao's Sith magic was so incredibly potent that he could cast illusions of great armadas and monsters light years away, confusing his enemies as he did in the Great Hyperspace War. Sadao proved his potency with the Force as a master of manipulating perception and life energies. He would eventually seal himself away in suspended animation on Yavin 4, vowing only to reveal himself when a worthy enough apprentice appeared. This would occur sometime later when Frida Nad appeared and convinced Sadao to take him on as an apprentice. After learning all he needed from Sadao, Nad struck him down, declaring himself Lord of the Sith. Sadao's spirit would continue to haunt Yavin 4, and he would later be discovered by Jedi Master Beryl Overe and his apprentice Ison Gent. The two would get separated, and Overe would return to Coruscant without his apprentice. Gint would show up 
two years later on Coruscant, possessed by the spirit of Naga Sadeho. And he, op- he, he would openly attack Over on the streets of Coruscant when it was least expected. But Over was forced to kill his apprentice and released him from Sadao's possession, though this did not disperse his spirit from the universe. It is unclear whether or not Sadao still lingers in the galaxy at large, waiting for the opportune moment to strike once more. To me, Sadao has proved himself to be a great Sith Lord, a pinnacle Sith Master. He was a strateg- uh, a great strategist a ca- and a capable warrior. To me, he would not stand toe-to-toe against someone, say, like Tulak Horde, who is arguably one of the greatest Sith warriors of all time, or Darth Vader, or Palpatine. But he had what it took to cement himself in Star Wars history as one of the great Sith Lords, driving the Republic back on its, uh, on its back foot, and uh, almost single-handedly, winning over half the galaxy with uh, the combination of his Sith armies and his Sith sorcery. I am pretty sure the same Sith sphere, the meditation sphere that Naga Sadao had used would later be discovered by Ben Skywalker in the uh, Fate of the Jedi book series. I believe it's the same meditation sphere. I could be wrong. But that's uh, a very fun little Legends tie-in there that I very much enjoyed. So to me, Sadao very much earns his place in the ranks of Sith Lords. Dark Lords of the Sith. Um, I would not say he's equal to someone, say, like Palpatine or Vitiate or Revan. Um, I I wouldn't even put him uh, put him on the same caliber as Vader. He had. An incredible, uh, although I I do think at some point it's comparing apples to oranges. He was a capable Sith Lord in his own right. Um, And so is Vader. But Vader didn't necessarily use all of the, uh, the higher level techniques of the Sith like Sith sorcery, alchemy, life manipulation, all that good jazz, right? But he still possessed uh, the ability to instill such fear and intimidation that it was almost a good enough replacement. 
in my eyes, at least, he was able to bring the galaxy for 20 years under his thumb through just fear and intimidation. That's all he needed. Now, he actively served Sidious on the front lines with his soldiers, stormtroopers, who would many would revere as uh, godlike because he would do so. Um, I it, and it's kind of unclear whether Sadao garnered the same amount of fervent loyalty and respect from his own followers rather than just gaining a a fair amount of of regular sith followers and his hordes of masasi warriors and uh, beasts that he would make through his Sith alchemy and sorcery. He was a great dark magician. Um, I, I would be interested to see how he would do up against someone, say, like Mother Talzin, or to see if their magics were any way similar. Palpatine had a great understanding of Sith sorcery. So I do also think that putting him up against Palpatine, uh, if Palpatine just used Sith sorcery, would be really interesting to see because Palpatine was powerful enough to create things like force storms and uh, black holes in space. I, I, think, I think one technique, he actually could rip a small... A tear in the fabric of reality. And uh, we've seen Palpatine use force illusions and uh, mind manipulation across the galaxy whenever he and Dooku combine their powers to attack Yoda in the Clone Wars. And that was just one instance of uh, that, that we see Palpatine use his Sith magic. So if this was the primary, uh, the, the primary tool of Naga Sadao, uh, I, I would be very interested to see, uh, to see Sith sorcery used at such a scale. Uh, if, if, I see an enormous fleet and all of it is an illusion. That is an incredible feat that, that takes an enormous amount of power. And to me, it, it proves how much larger Star Wars Legends is than Star Wars canon. Because canon would have you believe that merely projecting a force image of yourself, a galaxy across, is enough to kill you. Whereas Naga Sadao projected images of an entire fleet across the galaxy 
and he did this multiple times throughout a war, and it did not kill him. <laughs> so, just another tick as to how Legends stomps all over Cannon's face here and there. But that is all I have for right now, guys. Thank you so much for tuning back in, and stick around for more Sith Lords, Sith Warriors, Sith Alchemists. But until then, live long and prosper, my friends, and may the Force be with us all. Thank you.